of Charlie, fa la 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 la. Make the Yuletide grins and nolly, fa la 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 la. Stocking stuffed with ears and fingers, fa la 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 la. Chop from all those caroling singers, fa la 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 la. Drape the hearth with chunks of Barney, fa la 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 la. Bits of Bruce and hunks of Arnie, fa la 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 la. Hang the crypt with spleens and kidneys, fa la 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 la. Use Ramones and then use Sydneys, fa la 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 la. Ho 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 ho! Welcome to the Christmas special, episode 33 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Dan McGuinness, and joining me as always on the meat wagon is my co-host Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. What is the toot toot? I don't know. Is that like the meat train? I'm on a meat train. A wagon kind of makes us the noise like, like, (laughs) you know, just wagging along. No, I I just like toot tooting sometimes. Toot tooting. It makes me feel better. Fine. Together (laughs) we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. And my fun fact for the week is I I, I once ate eight Dagwood dogs in one day. Okay. So I have questions. Yeah. Were they like the normal sized Dagwood dogs, the super sized ones, or the little bitty ones? This is at the Adelaide Royal Adelaide show. Yeah. That it was the middle sized ones. This was before, you know, the gigantic yeah. ones existed. But it was definitely, like, it was a stock standard show Dagwood dog, if you remember. Oh, uh, yeah. And so I was there with my girl, my wife, who at that time was my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just love Dagwood dogs. I get excited every year because I just get excited for everything. Yes. And I went there and I had one, then I had two, and I had three, and I had four. And she's like, you had heaps many. I'm like, you think I've had many? I'll watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so was this progressively over like an eight-hour day or are we talking mm, probably like? Probably over five hours. So there was at least two in the first hour and, like, you know. I think yeah, I'm... look, I'm not going to judge you on that because that's. Yeah, like What do you mean judge me? It's the best. Oh, it is the best. I fucking love Dagwood dogs. Yeah. You can buy them nah. now, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It is not, not the same. And you need a big old deep fryer that's been deep frying like 460 <laughs> other types of food in the day to get that distinct taste. Yes. I was really disappointed. I mean, I don't go to the show. It's not for me. It's I think it's a waste of money. There's too many people. But hot dog. Like, Dagwood Dogs at the show is the best. It's true. Um, once I made pancakes with a friend and we put fritz in it, cubes in it, for, to try it out. Yeah. And it was basically a Dagwood Dog it tasted exactly like. Pretty much, Put sauce yeah. on it. It was a Dagwood Dog pancake. Done. Sounds amazing. What's your fun fact? Um, I played drums for 10 years, Dan. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I, in through, the last 10 years? No, no. When I, I started playing drums back in, I think, 96, 97, and then I played all the way through high school. Until I was kind of like, it's not cool to play drums anymore. Not from me. And then I also just got way too busy. And you was, know. was it ever cool to play drums? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were you? Why did you start? Were you in a band? Uh, did you want to be in a band? No. I. I mean, I would have liked to. I. I have like a lot of uh, no confidence as a person. So being in a band would have been cool. Um, but no, I was just one of those kids that was just continuously tapping on things. And my uncle uh, actually plays drums and he plays drums in a couple of bands. And so he just brought his kit around one day and they just set me up in the, with the kit for like, have at it, kid. And yeah, sort of picked so it you up. you taught yourself? Um, I ended up having lessons, but most of it was just self-taught. Right. 
So, yeah. Did you ever dream about being in a band? Was that the like, the, the end game? No. Nah, I mean, look, if it happened, it happened. But You could nah. have been in an angry girl band. I could have been. You could have been like L7. You could have been Damn. L8. Oh. I think there's guys in L7. We but could have been like J8. Um, no, J8. I, like I'd like to get back into it. It's something that I'd like to do once I buy a house and have room for it. But, yeah. And build a bunker so no one can hear it. That's right. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so let's loud. get on with the show. This is our so this is our Christmas special. We have uh, devoted all of the show to Christmas, apart from the news. Yep. And, <laughs> and our, you know, our, our movie was a Christmas theme one. I love Christmas. I've set my Christmas tree up today. I listened to, like, old Christmas records whilst putting my Christmas tree up. I wrapped all my gifts. I got them. I bought myself gifts all year <laughs> and wrapped them all and put them under the tree. I hate Christmas. Oh, it's such, <laughs> such a, a Grinch. It's not, nah, it's not cool to be Grinch anymore. Uh, I'm okay with that. When have I ever been called in? Always. Anyway, yeah. horror news. Each week, me and Jen take you through the horror news you need to know about. Welcome to horror news. Christmas edition. <laughs> uh, no Christmas theme news this week, but... Ooh. I know, I'm so sorry. If I tried hard enough, I probably could have found some. Um, but it looks like um, the movie Antlers, so Guillermo del Toro produced Antlers, has been bumped from its planned February 2021 release, which bums me out because uh, have you watched the trailer for this? Yes. It looks so fucking good. Yeah, it looks scary. Um, he's good at scary. He Del, is. Well, Del he's, Toro. He's produced it, but so he's got he's uh, got his dick in it, which means it's still going to have that the Del pot Toro. stirred by a Del Toro penis. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it was meant to be released uh, just this April gone, um, but obviously with COVID, everything, everything that's not happening is just COVID related. We're blaming it on COVID. Um and then they, you know, set a new date for February 19th, but it looks like they don't kind of know how or where to release it. So that February 19th date is now an indefinite delay. Is it an English film? Um, I th- Yeah, it is, because it's got Kerry Russell oh. in it. I always find his films in his native language are always his better films. Yes, I like, agree. easily. Like, yep. didn't he do Blade 2? Did he? Yeah, I think so. That's why, like... Maybe you'd yeah. have to look that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have to look. You you keep talking. Okay. Well, so not. yeah, for those of you who don't know too much about it, it's um it's set in a small town um in Oregon. So there's a teacher played by Kerry Russell, who you all know her as Felicity from the hit TV series Felicity, um and her brother um the local sheriff become entwined with a young student harboring a dangerous secret secret with frightening consequences um if you haven't seen the trailer for this i highly recommend uh looking it up because it looks fucking sick creepy it, all that shit it was he did do blade 2 oh my how Lord. is the cast of blade 2 wesley snipes norman reedus oh. ron perlman donnie yen like is this the dream i reckon i'm gonna have to go back and watch it because eh? I, I haven't watched it in a long time no. i remember I watched Blade 1 a lot. Yes. And I remember when Blade 2 came out, I reckon I might have been the wrong t- the wrong time for me. And I've just noticed it's come up on Netflix as well. So oh. um, I reckon it's time to revisit Blade 2, especially Donnie Yen. Back then I didn't know who Donnie Yen was. Oh, Donnie Yen's only kind of existed in my life in the last like eight years and mm. stuff, like when I discovered Ip Man and, and the, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, man, I bet you. I wonder if it'll be one of those Donnie Yen um, roles where he's, like, speaking English, but he doesn't know what he's saying. Like, Could you know, be. he just reads his lines. and Yes. He's, he's pretty good nowadays, but, like, back, I know that he did do a lot of films where he's just like, I don't know what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the Del Toro movie. Yeah. Um, that's that's early Del Toro as well. Yeah. So, and that's probably why all the effects looked really good. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what happened in Blade 2. I probably couldn't tell you what happened in Blade 1 either. They were like mutation vampires. They were vampires, I think. No, don't quote me on this. I think there were vampires in it that fed on vampires. Oh, okay. And they had like giant mouths that opened up or something. But anyhow, yeah, what's that... Antlers about? <laughs> uh, so I've seen the teaser like real early. And if they put out another trailer. Like... I think there is a full trailer. I'll post it because everyone needs to fucking get on board with Antlers. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, yeah bummed out about that and i've got a few people that contact me every so often um i don't necessarily see people a lot or hang out with people but every so often i've got a few people that are just like oh some film's coming out i need to contact jen about it like just to make sure i'm okay with that that like (laughs) i'm like that horror gal makes me happy but yeah so it's been bumped so i was when i was looking at uh Blade, I don't know if I missed this. Did, did it say when it was bumped to? It's kind of like an indefinite delay because it's being released by Disney um, Disney Searchlight. So they don't know what or how they're going to. I mean, Seem, be, seems like a Disney film. I was going to say, just like release it on Disney Plus. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be excellent. I love that it. And, like, you know, onward and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, keen. Um, so yeah, I'll post the trailer. Everyone can get in on that, and then everyone else can be mad that it's been indefinitely delayed. The, the pictures, like the the branding for this, definitely looks very Del Toro. It's always, you know, he does a lot of kid stuff. It's very like, dark, very yeah, yeah, like the Devil's Backbone esque. Yes, Backbone esque. Backbone esque. And now, what's next on news? <laughs> All right, are you a fan of Broad City, Dan? I don't mind it. Don't uh, mind my it. wife Claire watches it, and mm-hmm. I, I come in and watch episodes every now and then until the main characters piss me off and I leave because they're pretentious <laughs> and weirdos. <laughs> uh, that's the response. It's the, same, it's the same situation I got with girls. Do you remember girls? I do remember girls. I couldn't handle it. No, I, hate, I was like, I hate everyone on this show. Why would I watch it? Yes, I tried very hard. Um, I quite like Broad City. I. It's not something that I. Yeah, it's easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it gives me the shits, but. Most for the most part, I quite like it. Anyway, so Alana Glazer from Broad City has co-written a movie uh, called False Positive, which is getting a release with A24. Um, so you know A24, hereditary kind of, you know. They're kind of like the like horror, serious yeah. business. Yeah, we this don't fuck like, around. Yeah, Not, no, no room for Freddy Krueger. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, room no room for, for puns. For, for, yeah, for puns or jokes. Humor, but, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. It's like you got a child, we'll kill it, <laughs> and then make you watch it, and then make you eat it. Pretty much, yes. Um, so this is going to be exciting. So it's uh, been acquired by Hulu. So which means we'll get it in theaters here. People will get it in streaming services there. Um, so this is interesting. It's got a bit of a contemporary take on Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Yeah. I'm just surprised that Alana Glazer uh, wrote a film. Oh, so false positive is in pregnancy? Yeah, yeah. So um, after several attempts of trying and failing to get pregnant, Lucy, uh, played by Glazer, and Adrian, played by Justin Thoreau, uh, finally find their dream fertility doctor in the illustrious Dr. Hindle, played by uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, oh, uh, you know, uh, every... Everything Brosnan does these days is either bad or he's like a baddie. <laughs> like, he's just living for that paycheck and I support it. I watched something the other day where he was the baddie. What was it? Brother, brother. Was it Mamma Mia? No. Okay. 
Carry on. Um, but after becoming pregnant with a healthy baby girl, Lucy begins to notice something sinister through Hindle's gleaming charm. Um, and as she sets out to uncover the unsettling truth about him and her own birth story, um, you know, so as if getting pregnant wasn't complicated enough. That's a good tagline, eh? Because mm. I've just gone through a pregnancy and it's fucked. It's like a... Like, I didn't realize how much stuff women had to go through when they get pregnant, like uh, the amount of injections you have to take and, and medication and how much it fucks with you. And I'm like, what, what? What? I keep hearing. And all I do is just sex a hole. <laughs> like, and that's all I do. And then I stand back and go, well, I'm going to go play video games for the next like nine months while, you, yeah. while your body gets twisted and torted and you change your whole personality and you're not the normal person and, and then... And then a baby comes out of a small hole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, uh, so my girlfriend's mum, her teeth cracked. Her front teeth cracked and what? had to be replaced because when Liz was in the ba- the belly, um, she took all her calcium. Really? So she had no calcium, so her teeth broke. Well, that's terrifying. I was trying to, like, you know, get an, an why, why Liz is, like, on the internet because of that, like... <laughs> Too much calcium. She that's just right. makes her too angry. Yep, that's fine. I, I someone my I think my sister in law got diabetes. Oh yeah, Clay well, got Clay got every like supposedly that happens to so many yeah. women like right. and then you've got preeclampsia, which is like the fuck is that? You don't know? No. Preeclampsia is the the main the main culprit for being the most fucktest. Uh. Um, I can't explain it because Claire was on the road to getting preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically just like kills you. Like, Def- if if you get preeclampsia, a bad case of it in the American system, uh-huh. like, pre- pregnancy system, yeah, you you can die pretty easily. Oh my lord! Um, I can't. T- I read a whole book on what it was, and I've gone blank on what it was. No, that's fair. That's uh- fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's that's terrifying. Babies are terrifying. Never in my life will I ever have a bir- baby. I'll never. You might. I'll never birth a baby. You might. I might find one and just take it in as my own. But that's about it. Yeah. Anyhow, this movie sounds... Uh, I don't know if I'll watch this. I don't like... I, I think we talked about that other one that was about the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, not into... I don't can't know. do babies now. It's not now. Mm. I just don't like them. Right, they're already a horror story. Don't make it worse. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that, all, like, children aren't amazing, because they are. And but it, they're also terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're hard. Like, anyhow, it doesn't matter. Um... Yeah. I will not watch this. No. I like babies. I like your baby. He's all right. I like most babies. Oh, yeah. It's f- babies are fine. Yeah. It's just like, like you could just make a movie, a, like a real life movie about a pregnancy that goes wrong and it will be more of a horror film than anything you can make up. Like, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, definitely. You don't need to add like, then the baby tries to kill you. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Look, I'll watch this. Why not? I like uh, Alana Glazer. There you go. Mm, cool. End of story. That is the end of the story. And that leaves just enough room for us to get into our Christmas movie. So every week, Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it for you and everyone else in the entire world. It's a deep <laughs> dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting and directing madness. And this week, snow and Santa suits and Everything Christmassy, jingly junglers. <laughs> you know, ching, 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 ching. Yep. That's a Christmas sound. Anyway, we have a rating system. What is it, Jen? Okay. So, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, what the hell are you doing? But secondly, 
our rating system. So we've got A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. We've got the C, which is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got the U, underrated. G, good for its time but is not held up. We've got the J, Jen special. The D, Dan special. We've got a W, which is whatever so off my radar. We've got a Kesha, which is just a low-budget hot mess. And then we've got the McConaughey, which is the fucking fucked. The fucking of all the fucked. Yeah. Just, it's not just, that McConaughey's a bad actor. He just is in that one film we watched. Yeah. Yeah, and I, look, I've got a couple of people asking us to do a McConaughey shirt. I've, I've already, I'm, I'm on, onto the pins. Yeah, you're onto the pins? Yeah, yeah. Well, pins will definitely come both before the shirts. We've already got a shirt coming. Mm. Merchandise is coming, people. Don't yep. worry. It's happening. So this week, we watched, as part of Christmas Bonanza, mm-hmm. we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Yes. Uh, so it's directed by Charles E. Sellier Jr., who has done not a lot since. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, we've got a screenplay by Paul Kiami. Ki- I'm going to say Siami, Kiami. Yeah. Um, he did the story, and then it's also the screenplay is done by Michael Hickey. Um, it stars Robert Brian Wilson, had a budget of $750,000, and box office was $2.5 million, mm, Doubled his money? Which a bit more. Oh, no, over-doubled his money. It did, which is interesting based on the uh, the old history of this The hate of this film. Oh. Oh. Okay. You got some fun facts? I do have some fun facts. Um, so this film opened the same week as A Nightmare on Elm Street and briefly outgrossed it by almost $62,000 because it was showing in twice as many theatres. And then it was pulled after just two weeks in the theatres because people bitched out about it. Yeah, they couldn't handle it. No. Um, And I'd never watched this film up until this point and I knew knew of this film. This film was not, I'm just going to say right from the start, this film was not what I thought it was, hey? No. Like the whole, there's not much of this. There's only like the very yes. end is what I thought it We're was. We're talking forty minutes of this film is yeah, actually is like a yeah. The rest of it is like a yeah. You know, we'll get into that. Yeah, we will. Um, so the to protest the film, uh, critics uh, Siskel and Ebert, um, which I do have the little clip here, which will also be posted on a social media because it's fucking hilarious. Um, they basically read out loud the names of the companies that owned uh, the distributing, so TriStar Pictures, um, and they basically shamed them. And then and they, the directors and the producers as well. They shamed everyone. He's like, um, he also called out the writer, director, producer, and said, you people have nothing to be proud of. He just hated it. He fucking hated it. Where, But then I think they actually just gave it two stars, which for a horror film, it's not too bad. Yeah, they didn't realize that they were. They didn't realize that how good a marketing they were probably doing as well for a film. Like, if anyone gives a film like this, hates it that much, yeah. I will watch it. Yeah, it's kind of like if a film's banned. It's like, bitch, I'm gonna watch that film. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the you shit out of that. Tell me, I can't watch this banned film. My eyes are gonna find that. They're gonna <laughs> pop out my head and run around town until they find it on a VCD somewhere. Yeah, I will. I will buy a copy for a hundred dollars and get it shipped from Uruguay. I will you are gay. Get on so, a plane you know. and fly to Bali and have some <laughs> Balinese dude who's just copied it off of like 600 copies, you know. Yep. Put it onto a, yeah. a, a CD-ROM and I will get that. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we still don't know what this is about. So. Okay. So here's the tagline, guys. You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. 
It's good. Uh, so little Billy witnesses his parents being brutally murdered by Santa. Years later, when he has to fill in for an absent in-store Santa Claus, his childhood trauma materializes once again. Mm. That's pretty spot on. It's pretty much. It, it's, this movie is a one idea film, hey? Yeah. There was only one idea. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Oh, the yes. Film. Yes. First thing, titles. Yep. Girl singing. Yep. Creepy kids singing Christmas carols. Yeah, like, like you know, real, real full-on Christmas yeah. carols and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then um, it, it kind of goes from, like, Christmas Eve to, like, bam, scary, you know, music, a like horror movie. Like, yeah. Had a nice kind of, like, 80s cartoon blood splatter title sequence that started. It's like, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. And then, there, and then it goes to credits. Uh, the credits have, and then it just goes to like a credit sequence, which just has like piano, mm. kind of creepy piano over it. Yeah, kind of thing, and that that's really it. Yeah. What I I, did, I forgot to write down my notes. What and then it cuts to a, a title: Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy. I didn't write down what it it's was. Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy-one. One. Yeah. See, I wrote down the wrong. I wrote down the wrong number, and then oh. when I came, to, it, it cut forward in the film. I'm like, hang on, this is before it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't remember what it was. I'm like, no, yeah. no. In nineteen seventy-one, very early. Yep. Very early. We cut to a family car drive, a, 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 a car with family driving it. We've got a mum and dad and a baby yeah. and a kid. They're driving. They're, you know, it's night time. They're, yep. they're driving somewhere. Christmas Eve. Kids reading his little Christmas book. Yeah, yeah. You know, music. Kids asking some boring questions about Santa. The mum's answering it. This scene is totally, like, you know, we get the idea. Yep. They're a family. You're a that, happy family. And they're, they're traveling to see, like, uh, they're going to see grandpa. Yep. At the Utah Mental Facility. Yeah, yeah, which they rock up to and he's at, yeah, the Utah Mental Facility. "Mm, Not what I expected. No, no, not at all. Um, So then they find, they come in, they find the, they're talking to one of the the people that work there and the, oh, we've, we've set, we've set him up in the the common room. Go, go visit him in there. Obviously, he's kind of in this vegetative state. So he's just sitting there staring. Catatonic. Catatonic. So, like, he was just sitting there, staring ahead, yeah. not blinking. Like, he wasn't, like, unconscious. He was just sitting, not moving, eyes open, mm. no, no, like yeah. hardly even breathing. You, nothing there. Nothing like there. Like, you can't talk to him. You click your fingers in front of him, nothing happens. Yeah. So, they're, they're trying to talk to him and nothing's coming through. So, then they have to go and talk to someone else in another yeah. room. But there was another thing. So, they're like, Grandpa. And then, like, the guy's like, hey, Dad, this is, um, what's the kid's name? Billy? Billy. This is Billy and Billy got. Well, what's wrong with Grandpa? And then the and then the wife goes. Now, now, don't don't be mean to Dad. Like, hang on, how can they both? He both be your dad? Yeah. And I'm like, are they sisters and brothers? Uh, <laughs> no, it was. You know, sometimes it's like. Nah. No. Nah. No. Because it was never. Do you a, never refer to Claire's parents as uh, mum and dad? Oh, okay, so they're brother and sister. Are they brother and sister and they're married? Well, it is Utah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, yeah. What fucking savaging on Utah, mate? Yeah. So, so they and then the parents, uh, parents of the year, they mm-hmm. just leave Billy. They say, "You just sit with Grandpa while we go talk to the doctors for a second. They just yeah. leave this kid who's never met Grandpa before, apparently. No. Yeah, with this stranger who is catatonic and is not moving. I'm like, mm, weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but we need mm-hmm. to move the story along somehow. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the parents leave, oh. Grandpa, he's move. He's he, wa- he's he wakes up. He starts talking to he's Billy. He's talking. He like kind of just does that slow turn, um, you know. And starts he's nuts. 
freaking the kid out about Christmas. He's like, yeah, Santa only brings presents to kids that have been good all year. Have you been good all year? Yes. What does he do? Have you been naughty? What does he do to the naughty ones? He goes, if you see Santa tonight, you better run for your life. (laughs) And like... At first, I was like, oh, okay, so this guy is going to come back yeah. and be the Santa. No, no there I... is no, re- there's no reason for this scene to be in it at all, apart from no. to kickstart little Billy's fear little of, of trauma. Christmas. Yeah. So, because I, I like it, he's like, your mummy can't help you now. Christmas Eve is the scariest night of the year. And I'm like, okay, okay, creepy. Yeah. So creepy basically, grandpa. the grandpa is there to start like, his fear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, so, and of course, as soon as the parents get back, he goes back to being catatonic, and they're like, "Yep." And then, yeah, and then. But Grandpa said, "It's like, oh, do you think he talked to him while we were gone?" No, couldn't. Yeah, because yeah, now now they leave. Yeah, they're in the car. They're cruising to wherever they're going, and then the kids like worried about Christmas, and he's like, "Oh, what?" And they're like, "Who told you like Santa hurts people if they've been naughty?" Yeah, Grandpa. And I, I like this straight away. They're like, "Do you think Grandpa could have talked to him?" Yeah, it's possible at first because I was like, "They're sure that it's going to do." Dismiss this and go, nah, you're a fucking idiot, mate. Yeah. But no, they were like, like, so they kind of thought, yeah, you know. It had one of the, one of my favorite quotes and responses as well throughout the film because the kid's like freaking out. He's like, you know, Santa's going to punish me, punish all these kids that have been naughty. And I think the mum just turns around and goes, Grandpa is a crazy old fool. And the kid just goes, <gasps> and the look on his face is yeah, just like, like well, he goes, you can't say that. That's being naughty. Yeah. As if he's like, now Santa's going to kill yep. you. Santa's going to kill everyone. And of course, then they come across, up in the a road ahead, there is a guy broke. No. No. So we, first. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, skipping ahead. So first we cut to. A hard con- cut. Yeah, hard cut to a convenience store. So there's a Santa in there. Um, he's like, they're just having a good old chat. Um, to the he's having a chat to the clerk, and then he, you know, he pulls out a gun, and he's like, he's robbing the store. And he's like, "What are you doing that for?" And he's like, "I'm robbing you, asshole." Yeah, so he's this just film is so quotable as well. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, there were some pretty good lines, and um, and then the guy, you know, like the clerk, you know, he reaches for a gun, and then Santa like shoots him. Yeah, two in the <laughs> chest, one in the head. Merry fucking Christmas. Oh, the fuck, good. Um, <laughs> the headshot was wicked. It, yeah, it looked it really It looked really cute. real to the point where I was like, ew, yeah. did they just shoot someone? <laughs> like, easier on the budget. found some guy, like, and it's fine. But the headshot, it like went straight to his yeah. forehead. It just like banged into his and forehead and then blood started coming out of his head. I'm like, yeah, that would have hurt. That dude. You know squibs hurt? Yeah. I reckon that dude, because he, he fully, when he got hit, he fully whacked his head back. And I'm like, I reckon that was from the force of the squib. Mm, probably. And he was like, probably the worst oh. headache. Oh, so and then yeah, he, so, he fucks off. He peels out. And then we're like, off. done. Yeah. Scene. And then I'm like, okay, so that's going to be the it's Santa like, oh. kills everywhere. So you know, a lot of Santa red herrings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so then it comes back to the family driving in the car. You know, they're, I think at this they're point, they're all again. kind of like asleep or something. Yeah, they're like half know. asleep. They're, they're, um, they're listening to Christmas. The dad's listening to Christmas carols. They're a shit-eating fucking family. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, so then they come across this car that has broken down, and so conveniently it is the convenience store Santa. Um, and because the kid wakes up and goes, no, He starts Santa, freaking out. Don't, like, don't. don't. Don't pull over. Like, don't pull over. Um, and they're like, you oh, know. it's all right. They pull over, and he's like, oh, do you need a ride? And then Santa just starts shooting the car. No, at first he like, kind of like does a little bit of talk with him, but then he's like pulls out a gun. He's like... I don't know what Santa's like plan ever was. I don't know. Because he only got like 30 bucks from the convenience yeah. robbery. So he pulls out a gun and then like the kid fucking, 
They kind of like go to drive. What happens? He, the, the dad chucks it in reverse. Yeah. He but Santa's shooting the car, so the dad gets shot through the windshield. Yeah. And then then little so Billy. The car, Fucking Billy get he fucks off. He bails. He, he runs just in, leaves hides in his the family behind. He's like hiding in the bushes on the side of the room. So yeah. Um, the mum gets dragged out of the car. Um, well, first, first, Santa opens the car door and Dad falls yep. out, and Billy gets to see his dad with a bullet hole in his he's, head. He's dead. Done by Santa. Then yep. mum gets dragged out of the car. And of course, her top gets ripped open. Her yes. boobs are flopping everywhere. All right, going to be a rape scene. Yeah. But then Santa just pulls out a knife and cuts the mother's throat. And I'm yeah. like, why did he rip her top off? If he wasn't going to rape her. Don't know. Not to say that's how I do it. But like, <laughs> but you no. know what I mean? It was just a, a, a gratuitous boob it's shot. It's just 80s boobs. It's like, will you get your boobs out? Cool. Yeah. This will add to people liking this that's thing. That's right. Um, it cuts the throat of mum, so the little Billy's watching that. And like, oh. then it cuts to the baby. in just the crying. Baby crying in the back of the car. And then basically, and then that's really it. Then it's just like. Slow, like slow fade out with like a shot of Billy. Doesn't do he does a a free shot on Billy? Oh, that's that's in the next one. Oh, there's another one. Okay, yeah. So then and then it pans to uh, like a baby's left crying in the car, and then it cuts to December. 1974, so three years later. Yes. This is what I didn't know how long it had been. I was oh, like, oh, what's going okay. on? Yep, so it's three years later and we're set. at St. Mary's Home for Orphaned Children. Is that really what they would call places back then? Like, Yeah. Home yeah. for Orphaned Children. Although really? they might have said wayward. Wayward children. Yep. And we cut to a nun, a classroom with a nun in it. Who looks like Ellen DeGeneres. Which one? The good nun, bad nun? No, no, no the, the other one's Mother Superior. Yeah, so this is like just a, a, just fla- a flash in the pan. This is like a rando nun. Rando nun, yeah, who looks like Ellen. Um, she asks an older, now mulleted Billy to show off his Christmas painting. Because they're all the, cause they're, oh, we're full of a classroom full of kids. So yeah. they're like, this is, yeah, so they're all doing drawings. Yeah. Billy, ha- it's his turn to show his picture. Yeah. I'm going to tell a story in a sec. Tell a story. <laughs> no, 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 first. Uh, Oh, okay. So then, anyway, you know, Billy puts his, his picture up on the wall, and everyone goes like, <gasps> "We don't you get know. to see the picture." He's like, "Go to like, see Mother Superior Billy, right you now, dickhead." <laughs> Go see Mother <laughs> Superior, and then like it shows Mother Superior looking at um, this picture, and it's basically a picture of Santa with all knives in him and a reindeer with its head cut off. Yeah. Now, my story is in year five, I got my parents got told that I needed to see a, a therapist. Because my drawings were all so violent. Cause I, and the, the weird thing is I'm a, quite, I can draw mm-hmm. and I've always been able to draw yep. better than everyone else. Uh-huh. Right? Not now, but, you know, back in the, in the primary school days. And so me and my friends were fully into horror films and that, like, you know, movies like Predator and Alien. We draw in our journals all the gore and that. But the thing with my drawings is I was better than everyone else with yeah, drawing. So okay. I could draw these really detailed, gory pictures. And my year five teacher hated me. Her name was Mrs. Herbert. Well, she sounds like she hates Mrs. Herbert. Everyone. Mrs. Herbert called my parents into the school and the principal and said, your child in front of me needs to see psychiatric help because he is drawing these violent pictures. And um, the, you know, the principal just looked at it, my parents. My mum was appalled because she's always appalled. And, um, appalled yeah, they're, at they're you just or like, at the he's teacher? Just, he's just good at drawing. Yeah. Like all kids draw violence. And, yeah, this – and then this, this – teacher hated me. Um, Interesting. But I'm one of those kids who got told that I had to... I had a similar experience, but not so much because, like, my parents were like, yeah, whatever. Um, But, yeah, when I was in year eight, I did this whole, like, essay thing on all the torture devices that there were. Now, year eight, you're, like, what, 
13. Your age is the first year of high school. It's not even that weird. No. But they thought it was weird. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My favourite thing in Cryo Castle was the wax torture chamber. Oh. That was pretty good. Um, Anyway, Billy gets sent to, they tell him off and they're like, Mother Superior is a a dickhead. She's a bitch. She is. She is old school. She believes that she is 100% right all the time. She believes that, you know, the Lord is going to save everything. Mm -hmm. This uh, had a really anti-religious vibe, this film, eh? It did. And I think that's what, as in like, you know, nuns aren't right all Mm. the time. But there is another nun there who's like kind of looking out for Billy, and I call yeah. her nice nun. I I think I just call her nun, but I kind of like she's like Loomis nun. Oh. Um. So yeah, Billy gets told he just she's basically he's told like stay in your room until I tell you to come out. Yeah, and then nice nun talks to Mother Superior and is like, we like can't you see this is manifesting? Well, we do. We get a little bit of a, a Loomis monologue here from the from the nice nun. Oh, about do we? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the nun monologue is about the proof of evil inside of Billy, just waiting to come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and you know, Mother Superior is like, no, just like, punishment and guilt will get him over. Yeah. Like, there is nothing there. He just needs punishment and guilt and to abide by the rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to Billy in his room. Yeah, he's watching the kids play outside in the snow. They're having a right old good time and he's stuck inside. Yeah, but then Nice Nun comes and goes, you know what? It's been a long enough. You can go out and play. So he goes yep. out and bails into his, out to his mates and they're playing out in the front yard in the snow. Well, uh, he's about to go outside, but then he starts like walking through the oh, halls. Oh, yes. We're like, what's that noise? And he hears here? a noise. And so he goes walking through the halls and then he peeps through a keyhole to see a sexy time happening. Two people boning. And I'm like, okay, who is this who, who is this guy? And who is this girl? And yeah. why are they fucking in a in an orphanage? I know. This is like what what who are these like no no foreshadowing of characters, just no. like banging people in an orphanage full of children in the middle of the day. Exactly. Anyhow. But also it's the worst fucking sex scene because it's just like Weird caressing, like caressing. It's basically they just wanted to show boobs and some boobs. Yeah, so they show some more boobs off, and Billy gets his first eyeful of like butts, which is most mostly a man butt. It is, yeah. So, um, he sees like you know, this is obviously something that's going to affect him later Mm. on in life. Something triggers him because we get the flash of his mum's. Yes, because then the yeah, which is weird. Mm -hmm. So we see like when he looks at the naked like teen. He gets a flash of his mum's boobs just before she's getting a throat cut. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what version of this you had, but I had a version that had all these scenes put back into it that were in lower grade quality. I had that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I reckon it's like the director's cut. So I reckon there was like a uh, – and there were some like different angles of the throat getting cut and stuff that were way more full on than the original. Yeah, there was a cut of this film, so I'm pretty certain what we watched was like the director's cut. And there was a lot more like freak outs of him like shots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So he 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 gets to see this thing, and now Mother Superior busts him looking in the keyhole, but then yeah. she also bursts in on the teens and yeah, beats them. She starts wailing on them with a fucking belt, yelling out "devils." Yeah, punish, devils, punish. punish. Oh, and um, she's like calls like she comes out because then Billy's outside. Yes, yeah, so and then Billy's like, "Fuck outside. this shit!" I, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. And she comes she comes outside and she's like, "William." You're like, oh, this kid's in trouble now. First name basis. And then full like, the name. nun comes up and goes, no, 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 I said he could leave his room. Yep. And she just ignores nun, nice yep. nun, and just goes like, why were you outside your room? Yes. And he doesn't even, he doesn't even like, 
He doesn't even argue. No, he doesn't. He's he doesn't. Just, he's just like uh, downtrodden there's, there's now. There's no, no the point. Lord, the Lord's yep. watching him. <laughs> My, uh, and again, another really good quote here is, so Billy goes to go back inside and this little small kid who's playing in the snow, he's like, Billy, what's wrong? And then another small kid just deadpan says, your brother's a nutcase. That's what's wrong. Yeah. Oh so, 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 oh, yeah, then that, that's the main point when we're like, oh, okay, so that was the baby. Yes. So now the baby, they're both in the orphanage. It never mentioned that. No. Yeah, you're not the nutcase. That's what's wrong. I fucking love that. What a cockney, cockney little kid. I'd also like to point out that I watched this. I drank a lot of rum yesterday because I made rumbles. So by the time I actually sat down to watch this, I was quite soused. Oh, excellent. Yeah. A bit of rumbles on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, up and in you. Everything was super amusing to me. So, yeah, the Mother Superior uh, basically gives Billy the belt and uh, basically gives him a bit more trauma. Mm-hmm. I think we get a bit of a flashback as well to him. I think so. She's she's basically Everything. like, what did you see? What Do you know what they were doing? He's like, I saw nothing. no, I don't know. Like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. For sure. Uh, cut to night time and Billy's having a nightmare about his dad now. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad's dead corpse. So, basically, everything Billy does, he just has flashbacks to his parents getting yeah. murdered. Um, throughout the whole film, and we'll just, you know, montages, murders, yeah. Yeah. Keeping it, you know, keeping it suppressed. Uh, Mother Superior basically just says he can't do anything. She's She's got a lot to answer for. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he comes running out of his room. He wakes in fright. Yeah. Like, he from a nightmare. He does. runs out into the hall, and, of course, Mother Superior catches him and ties him to his bed. I know. I'm like, that's a great way to deal with trauma is tie someone up. What the fuck? He, and then, like, uh, you know, nice nuns there going, what the fuck? Yeah. She's just, okay, sure. So then it's Christmas morning. Cut to Christmas morning. Billy's coming down the stairs. Mother Superior is talking to the nice nun. She's like, my methods work. My methods will work. He will sit on Santa. And And I'm like, why are you doing this to this kid? Like, fuck off. Um, And so... So all the kids there sitting on Santa, it's Billy's turn. He's screaming. He's like freaking the fuck out. He's having a like in the middle of a shopping centre kid freak out that you always see. Oh, yes. And he goes near Santa and fucking just... He fucking decks him. He decks Santa. He decks his With a wicked sound effect. Like... Yeah. Santa just falls. He's like bleeding into his beard. Oh, yeah, and Glorious. then Billy runs Fuck to his room. Dead. Yep. And then... um, Yeah, so he runs up, oh. hides in the corner. Yeah, he gets a full, like, rocking in the corner. Yep. He's freaking out, and you just hear this uh, Mother Superior in the in he, the background just be like, call, call his name, and he, then we get this freeze frame. Yeah, so we don't even see Mother Superior. We just hear her come in the room, say his name, him look scared, and then yeah. a freeze frame. I kind of wanted, face. like, a star wipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the freeze frame with a slow fade yep. to spring 1984. Yeah, 10, ten years. years later. And we cut to a toy shop. We Yes. No, I don't know where. No. Toy shop. I'm guessing in Utah. Yeah, I guess this is all Utah. Know. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, so we've got the nice nun. Talking to the toy shop owner. Yep, I call him boss. About a job. Um, any job. And. Yeah, she's, no, she's trying to get yeah. someone a job. She's trying to get Billy a job. Yeah. I think she, he thinks that she's talking about a child. And he's like, I need a stock boy. So I, I need, need a strong I need, boy. I need a man. I need a man. Who can come in and carry shit. Anyway. And she's like, oh, you should meet him. In comes, in comes Billy. Cut to sexy sa- yeah. uh, saxophone. Oh. Slow pan up Billy's muscly body. Yep. And like, the, over his very toy, tight jeans. The toy shop man, like, kind of, it looks like he's 
a bit overtake sexually overtaken with him. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, because he's a manly man. He was like a dream boat man. He's blonde. He's pretty. But, but the the guy wasn't. Like, he never turned out to be a gay character. I no. fully thought there was going to be like a like a, a rape sex scene with the <laughs> boss. Oh, God. Because the boss was all like, oh, oh, oh. I I think he just realized that we're talking about a, a cut boy, a cut boy who's like. Oh, you know he can lift a box. Oh, he can lift, oh, a, he box. Can lift a box. He's never lifted a box, but he can <laughs> lift one. <laughs> and then, but then we get this really cool 80s montage of Billy being a model employee. Yeah. Stocking shelves, helping little girls, getting hugs from children. He's Actually, to music as well. Like, yeah, all like, like cheesy. Weird, cheesy 80s Christmas music. But okay, so all of the music used in this film is all Christmas music, music and I've never heard any of it. In my life. Yeah, yeah, I never heard of it either. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But yeah, the montage is wicked. It's so stupid. But Mm -hmm. what makes... This is when you first start noticing. I paused it. This is a real toy shop. It's filmed. And there are some stellar toys on the the shelf. So real toys. Yep. We have... At one shop, there's a... uh, In this montage, there is a shot, and I pause it. There are five boxed Jabba the Hutt Star Wars play sets mm-hmm. just sitting all on top of each other. Oh. Like, that shit would be so, worth this so much so money. So much money. There is, like, a boxed Castle Grace skull on the mm-hmm. back. There is the Krull board <laughs> game. Remember Krull? I remember Krull. Krull board game in the background. There's all these, like, wicked toys. And I was like, and it took me back. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, this is when I remember what toy shops looked like. Yep. Even though if you look at it, it's the most budget-looking toy shops with bunning shelves. And it's, like... fine. it's fine. But, yeah. It's fine. But, uh, oh, man, I was like. Whew. And this is still in this montage. And then, of course, Mr. Sims, who is the toy shop owner, he brings out the Christmas banner and starts un- like, yeah, now it's unfurling. Chris- suddenly it's Christmas time again. Yes. So we only like, like – so Billy's – for the whole year, he's a he's – He's a, a model employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, boss man brings out the Merry Christmas banner. Billy looks at it and starts shaking, shaking like – do you remember Let the Blood Run Free? No. There was like a – really? Yeah. Let the Blood Run Free used to be a television show on in the 80s, which was a – hospital parody, an Australian hospital parody. Oh. And it was like super violent, super weird. But there was always like overacting. There was a, a character in it that would have a flashback. Yeah. Whenever he did, he'd go, oh, and then go, <laughs> and shake. Like, and he just does that throughout the whole film. Yeah. He has these shakes and stuff. Like, mm. yes. like, you have to look up Let the Blood Run Free. Okay. It's so good. I will. That sounds probably great. probably shit. Um, okay. I yeah. love it. So, yeah, so Billy has a bit of a, you know, he starts freaking out a little bit. Then we yeah. cut to a scene with a co-worker mm-hmm. who I just called the dickhead because I don't know if he had a name. He he does have a name, but at this point we didn't know his name, so I just called him Small Angry Middle-Aged Stock Boy. Oh, he was a, he was a man. He was. So he's basically the other employee, which is a male, and he yeah. starts hanging uh, hanging shit on Billy mm-hmm. for slacking off because he is threatened by how good Billy is, yeah. how muscly Billy is, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, so how he's tall, like basically gorgeous, just, you know. you know, when people, you know, you're threatening to me because you, you're better at the job than me because yeah. I want to slack off and I'm a, a dickhead. Um, so he's, threat- he's like, Billy, you got a fucking attitude. And Billy just says nothing. <laughs> he's just, I like that he called him a moon goon. Like, what the fuck is a moon goon? But I also love it, and I now am going to call everyone moon goon. A moon goon is good. Maybe I need to Google it first. Nah, oh, in case it's some sort of racially charged thing. <laughs> Maybe. I don't want it to be that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, next time we see that the shop, they're setting up a Santa 
yep. display or whatever. You know, uh, a thing with a chair where the kids come and visit Sam. Yeah. I don't know what that's called, a magic cave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, Billy sees the Santa. Um, just seat. He just, he just like, just falls over. Yeah, he just sees the Santa set up and he basically has a bad acting freak out and falls back because over some toys like... Anyhow, a lady comes over to help him out, co-worker, who Mm. I just called Crush Lady because I didn't think she really had a name either. She's the lady that Billy obviously likes. Mm -hmm. He hasn't really talked to her that Mm. much, which I find surprising. Anyhow. She comes to help him up. Then, um, she, you know, she's just talking to him, trying to be nice, and he freaks out because, like, yeah. he's talking to the girl he likes, and he bails. Yeah, he bails hard. And then we get a flash of a naked couple. Well, then, like, Billy, yeah, yeah, then it just cuts to, like... He's, like, he's the, making out with this stuff. Yeah, it just girl. cuts to her, like, she's it's, naked, and she's in the same position. Yeah. so we're as, having some sexy naked caressing. Yeah, when we find out it's her and him, but they're mm-hmm. in the, exactly the same position as... The couple from the orphanage work. Yes. And then, like, you know, and then we see that it's a, a sexy dream. Uh-huh. He's having a sexy dream. And, and then it ends with him getting killed yeah. by, by Santa. So this Santa comes out with the same knife that was used to kill his mum and basically just cuts him along his whole side. His and spine. it kind of looked good. Yeah, because they've got a lot, a lot of the weapons in this just, like, you know, like they've done the effect with just the weapon spurts yeah. out blood. Yeah. Which always looks cool. So yeah, he 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 wakes up, wakes in fright again because yeah. Santa murdered him in his dream while he was fucking that lady. And then he ends up crying in the corner like a little bitch, the same but, way he did when he was a kid. Yeah, so he's starting to freak out. He's starting to become unhinged, and at this point, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's gonna become the killer. So oh, something's happening. But this is like a long end of the film. They're like nothing. So the original grandfather, yeah. the original killer, like robbing Santa, nothing to do with this. That like, anyhow, yeah. Cut to New Year's Eve. In the toy shop. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, sorry. Christmas Eve. Um, this, uh, I think it's the, the boss's assistant. I have no idea who she is. She she comes to the boss and she's like... This is another lady. This well, is another elderly lady. Yeah. She's like, well, look, you you got a problem. So Santa's not coming. Is that what you need to ring and get another Santa? She's like, he's broken his ankle skiing. He's not coming in. We need to find another Santa. And it's like, it's Christmas Eve. There's no... Yeah. They're all booked there is, out. There are only women available. And then we ask ourselves... Who could we possibly get to play Santa? And then we cut to Billy mm-hmm. with dickhead worker and he's still giving him shit. I know. <laughs> he's just giving Billy shit. He's very unreasonably giving him shit as well. They're just trying to make him a dickhead. So Yeah. yeah and you know later on that like, he's going to be one of the, you know, the straws of the camel on the straw that breaks the camel's back. Oh, yeah. Straw on the camel's back. I'm like yeah. that. Wow. Um, and then Billy, the boss comes in. Yeah. You know, dickhead guy makes out there. Like, they're talking nice. Oh, we're all friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boss man asks Billy, can you do me a favour? And Billy's like, I'll do anything you want because I'm – he's just a fucking – he's just a nice, simple lad. He's just a moon goon. Moon goon. Um, and then we just – and then it just cuts, hard cut, to a shot of Billy dressed as Santa looking in a mirror with the most glazed, unhappy, like, <laughs> look on his face. Like, you can just hear, like, the doom sound in his head, like, yep. frozen. So good. Starts to get funny. Yep. And the, now is about the point where stuff starts happening. So we cut to Billy sitting in the Santa chair. He's got a little girl on, on his lap who this is hilarious. He's freaking out. She's like, I don't want to. He's just kind of like holding her and he's like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, so he's talking to her and no one else can hear he's him. He's like, what is 
the matter with you? Stop kicking. Yeah. You will be punished. Yeah, you don't want to be naughty. Small children will be punished if you're naughty. And meanwhile, the parents are on the sidelines being like, oh, he's so great with kids. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't hear what he's saying. He's, he's basically so just saying, you'll get killed. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get killed. You'll be... And then I... <laughs> and then the best thing is like, it just cuts hard cuts to the nun ringing up the toy shop for no reason. Nice nun. It's because she's Loomis. Yeah, she just, yeah, she basically is Loomis. Isn't yeah, she? yeah. She is, yeah. Yeah. Loomis from uh, Halloween in case you're... Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Loomis, yep. Um, hard cuts to her ringing the toy shop for no reason because this is like half a year later. Well, like, he's been there for yeah, the... yeah, yeah. So he started in spring, so now it's like he's only been there for a small amount of time. And she finds out that he has had to be dressed up as Santa. Mm-hmm. And it has this doom, like, dun-dun. Oh. And she just hangs up the phone. Like, she doesn't even go, oh, you maybe you shouldn't warn yeah, it. Like, like, get him, just get him out of that suit. Get him out say, of like, the like, shop. Get away were, from him. His parents, just, why doesn't anyone just say, his parents were murdered by someone dressed as Santa. It's probably not the best thing to he's do. He's full of trauma. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. triggered no at one, Christmas time. Get him out of there. Anyhow. No. Somehow Billy makes it through the whole day being Santa. He does. And it's, you know, it's d- days over. It's the end of shift. Party. Christmas staff party. The system shuts the door. He's like, seven o'clock, time to get shit faced. They get out a whole, like, ten bottles of JB, <laughs> put it on the counter of, of scotch. Yeah. And they just start partying. Yeah. Which like, is how it should be. Everyone hits the booze. And they're hitting it pretty hard as well. Like, oh, yeah. Well, well I- There's these, like, four, what is it, five and five people there? Yeah. yeah. Five people hitting hard. And, of course, it's the staff party hookup. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, apart so the, from the fact there's some box Castle Grayskulls in the background, yes. which I kept looking at. <laughs> so the stock girl goes off with Andy, who is the little stock man. That's a dickhead. The angry dickhead. dickhead. His name's Andy. Yeah, why did she go off with I don't know. She clearly likes Billy. Yeah. She goes off with this dickhead. She Look th- at Billy. He's tall. He's blonde. He's pretty. They start making out around yeah. the toilet. Billy so sees that. The party is just Billy standing there with scotch in his hand getting drunk. Just watching the them. The owner getting paro and the other lady, the elderly lady, just dancing. Yeah. And it's like, woo, party. It sounds like fun. I would have liked to have been <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I would have liked to have been there. That would have been great. Um, and then, um, anyhow, then then dickhead and uh, crush lady go yeah. out the back, oh. out the back storeroom and um, – and this whole time, like Billy's watching them with mm-hmm. his like, he's he's just staring. He's dressed as Santa, which is all freaking enough himself. Yeah, and he's seeing his love get with a dickhead, mm-hmm. and he's just like, it's building, it's building, <laughs> it's building. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna freak out so hard. Yeah, and I was really looking forward to it, eh? Yeah, I'm like, well, because at this point, it's 40 minutes into the film, and not a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I'm I'm gearing up for some some Santa sleigh right now. Santa sleigh. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow, and then the dickhead suddenly she's like, no, no, stop it, stop it. Yeah. And he's like, I don't take no for an answer. Where and he basically holds her down, rips her top open, yeah. a la exact. Whilst Billy's, you know, he he's spying on them through mm-hmm. the shelves. He's rips, like, I've got your gift right here, buddy. Yeah. Rips her top off. Her titties got uh, flopping around exactly like Billy's mum's. Yep. Billy's like, you know. Yeah, he's watching he's this. He's got this smile on his face. He's gone. He snapped. It, it's yeah, on. yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. There, there is. Yeah, he, can, yep. he basically goes into a crazy trance yep. and he smiles, and that's when you know. He's, as soon as he smiles, yeah, you're like, you're done. Shit's you're cooked. about to get real. You're cooked. <laughs> he just starts screaming naughty as no, he attacks Andy. Um, he ends up like wrapping. He some... just becomes super strong. Like, he, does. he holds Andy up by the throat with one hand. Yeah. 
wraps these Christmas lights around his neck and hangs him. Well, she's kind of like crying in the corner yeah. like with her boobs out, mm-hmm. strangles him and like strangles him to the point where the Christmas lights make him bleed. I uh-huh. don't know how that would work, but it's fine. Yeah, They're no, still on. Let's not argue that. Anyhow, she, he kills him and then he goes to like help lady. Yeah. Lady crush and she freaks out like, you're a fucking idiot, mate. Yeah. So she attacks him and he's like, punishment is necessary. And he gets a, he gets a box cutter out yeah. and just fucking... Cuts her box. <laughs> <laughs> he basically splits her like belly to sternum. Yeah, yeah. He, he just embowels her. Yeah, yeah, with a box cutter. And um, we don't really see that. We just no. kind of see him like, upwards. We see the blood line, and that's about it. So, which is fine. Um, so then, Mister Sims out the front, who's fucking rad ass drunk. He hears something, and, he, and he's like, "What?" He's like, "What's going on? Party's going on in here." And he goes off into the stockroom. I loved him, by the way. I thought he. Was I thought great. he was a funny guy. Yeah, he was, he was a nice dude. Um, so he goes yeah, he, up into the stock room. He comes in and basically instantly claw hammer to the head. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so huh. now like, Billy doesn't see he doesn't see people as people anymore. No, he just sees them all as, as naughty. Well, they're He's all basically naughty. Santa from Futurama. Yes. <laughs> like, <gasps> My God. <laughs> yes. So he claw hammers like uh, the boss man in the fucking uh-huh. head, and his bald head. He's got a balding head. He does. Um. So then Mr. Sims's assistant, so the older lady out the front, who is she's also right ass drunk. Yeah, she's right ass drunk. There's a big scene of her just dancing by herself <laughs> until she suddenly realizes, hang on. Well, there's nobody where here. Where is everyone? Well, Every- this is embarrassing. Then she goes into the back room. Everyone goes to the back room. Yeah. Like, Something about being around the back. Oh, wait up. Around um, back. And then she finds, like, Miss, yeah, boss man, Mr. Sims, in there with a claw hammer in mm-hmm. his head. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then Billy jumps out with an axe. Yep. She goes, fuck, shit. She runs out into the, the toy shop. Yep. But it's locked. Oh, of course She's it is. She's locked in because, you know, the owner locked it and there's no way of getting out of a toy shop. So then she goes. It's like a stalking kind of scene with yeah, Billy. Yeah, she stalk- goes for the phone. Yeah. Oh, dear. She goes for the phone. Axe goes through the, the counter. She runs off, chase ensues, and he's reciting "Twas the Night Before Christmas" as he's stalking her around the sh- the shop. Mm. And then she cool. she decides to does she try and she fucking gets the drop on him though. Yeah, she like punches him up. Because he he sees her hat because she's wearing this little festive right. hat, and he sees it at the top of something. But she's, she's fucking smart. Two steps ahead of this guy, she's like placed the hat there. As if she would have done that. I know. And he comes flailing around with his axe, hits it, and she's with the box of toys. She's got the drop on him. She's running for the door. She pushes him in the back, runs yeah. for the door. She, I all think of she a sudden, has, yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Billy has a bow and arrow. <laughs> Not even a toy what one. toy shop sells a fucking bow and arrow? Well, yeah, he's just got a bow and arrow and he basically just bows, like, you know, pierces her through the back all yeah. the way to the front. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. No foreshadowing of a bow and arrow ever being in the film at all. No. And it was an instant shot to suddenly, yeah. now I've got a bow and arrow. Ho, yeah. ho, ho. <laughs> um, anyhow, she's dead. She's dead. She's like, on the ground. Uh, so Billy just basically unlocks the shop, walks <laughs> out with axe in hand. She could have unlocked it. Yeah. Um, so then we get this lovely cut of all the dead people in the shop. I know, yeah. And then for no then reason, the nun, the nun rocks up in. at the shop, finds all the carnage, finds everyone dead. She's like, oh, no. Yep. Maybe I should have mentioned on the phone. She freaks out. She leaves. And then we get a nice cut to some carolers who were singing yet another Christmas song I have never, ever heard so of. Is, yeah, and this is like, this is the new location. Yeah. 
This is like setting the scene. We're in the burbs now. The burbia. The burbs. Old mate burbs. And then we cut to some teens making out on yeah. a pool table. We get some sexy 80s soul Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. And boobs and again. And more boobs. Yep. Why would anyone like make out on a Christmas table? I mean, a pool, on a pool table. Exactly. It's That's so uncomfortable. expensive yeah, for you, one. You don't want to get any leakages on there. No. Any bodily fluids on a pool table. You then you bust not. it. No. Anyhow, it's stupid. Um, there's a girl upstairs who comes down. Like they're oh, obviously mate, Cindy. Is it sis, a sister or they're babysitting? I'm thinking it's the younger sister. Yeah. So yeah, the little girl's upstairs, and they like she's like, oh, I'm gonna get busted, you know. Yeah. Mac. She's like, I want to see, I want to wait up and see Santa. She's cock blocking, you know. And I love, I love how easily manipulated children are by Santa. Mm. So. She's like this the older sister, the girl who's making out with the guy on the pool table, she's like, Oh no, 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 you you need to go back to bed. Santa won't come see you if you are naughty or Santa won't come see you if, if you're, you're awake. If you're awake. Yeah, I reckon that would have worked on, on every every kid. I was I, that was convincing. Oh man, I used to like with my niece when she was a lot younger than she is now, if she was acting up, I'd just like go to get on my phone and be like, Oh look, I'm gonna have to call Santa. She was like, No, Fuck no! And she'd freak out, and I'm like, okay, let's yeah, yeah, call Santa. You just gotta behave yourself. So anyhow, they decide to stop having sex for a little while. Oh, they're not even having sex. Like the dude's like got all his clothes on. She's got just her. Right, she's got her boobs flopping around. She mm-hmm. decides to let the cat in. Yeah, because she's opening the little... front door with no top on. I know because they did... hear the jingles. They hear some jingling. Which we all know of, is Billy. Which we know is Billy. But she's like, I can hear the cat's bell. Yeah. Anyhow, so she goes to the shorty door. Shorty shorts and no top. No it's top. the middle of fucking winter in Utah. It's snowing. It's cold outside. You are being an yeah, irresponsible person. It's just like they just wanted to show more boobs. Uh-huh. She know, you know, it was kickstarting her acting career. Mm. Mm. Look at her now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Probably dead. Um, <laughs> anyhow, there is a cat. There is a cat. The cat comes inside. Yep. And then Billy bursts in. Is he bursting through the door? Well, he kind of goes through and she sees him, she screams, she slams the door and then he starts smashing through the door, screaming, punish, because that's his thing. Punish and naughty. Punish, naughty. Yeah, he basically shinings the door with an axe. Yeah. And Um, bursts in. She runs off to another room. He throws an axe at her, barely missing her. Then they start rumbling. They're beating each other up a little bit. He's not very good at fighting. No, he's just. Um, but but she's being very naughty. Well, she is. You she's know. got like she, she. Not only is she fighting back, but she also had no top on, and she was on a pool table, staining the table, mm-hmm. which is very naughty. Mm-hmm. This kill was wicked. Yes, I liked the look of this. So this he picks reminded me up. of like the Furies kill because well, it was slow. Yes, also very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. So he basically picks her up. She's still nude. She is still Half nude. nude. Boobies. Uh, walks her over to a giant, like, what, deer head, you'd say? Yeah, one of those deer heads on the wall with yes. big antlers. Big old antlers. And he impales her very slowly onto these antlers. That pushes her onto yeah. it. And you see it coming through from the backside yes. and out, like the antlers coming through really her, good. her stomach. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And then the shot of her hanging on there. Yeah. On this thing. So you got this... Half naked woman, like boobs out, with, like stabbed on these antlers, a little blood down her body, hanging over it. It looks so satanic. It does. And I reckon this was a scene that made everyone hate it. I reckon this was satanic panic as well. Yeah, well, there. this is peak satanic panic. Yeah, because I was like, that's satanic as fuck, I've written in my notes. That was so <laughs> good. Um, no, I liked it. And I think as well, because they did a full shot and you, you're kind of looking at it 
and you don't see her standing on anything because it's like you see everything. Yeah. It looks good. It's a very cannibal holocaust. Oh, yeah. I did think about that at one point as well. Yeah. Anyhow, um, then the team boy, he Mm -hmm. comes down from downstairs. Like after all this fighting and. He's just casually playing pool too. Yeah, like by himself. Okay. I'll just wait. He finds his door like burst open. Mm -hmm. He finds his girl. His girl hanging on the bloody antlers. And Mm -hmm. he's like, it's a bit. But even then, he like walks in. Oh, it was a reindeer. He That's why. He doesn't even like. See. Oh, wait, was it a reindeer? I'm gonna say it was a reindeer. Yeah, because that it's makes Christmas it more themed. festive. Yeah. Um, but he's like clearly walks into the room and does not notice this person like hanging from antlers, and then all of a sudden he like surprise motherfucker. He turns around and is like, oh shit, she's hanging there, and then Billy jumps out. But he gets the smackdown on Billy because he he's, he's a. He's a rough and tough quarterback. Well, he's got that sandy blonde hair, so. So yeah, he gets yeah. like he gets up on Billy in this fight. He basically beats Billy up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, beats him with a fire poker. Yeah, but then he like he doesn't really finish the job, and then kind no, of Billy well, comes back. Billy goes falling down the stairs. So he goes over the railing down the stairs, um, and then he goes to call the police. Then Billy intervenes, ties the phone cord around his throat. Kicks the shit out of him and then proceeds to just hurl him through a window. Yeah, a real, real tall window as well. Yeah. Like one of the big. And this was awesome because, like, it wasn't the it wasn't the fall kill of him. It's this giant plate of glass that is through his side and his face. Yes, I mean it could that, not have happened. That'll do it. No, yeah, it would but not like have it's like it's like you know the size of like oh it was massive. It's like the size of a cup four basketballs. Yeah, like a bit of plate of glass. He only went through a tiny window. Like, yeah. No, that's that's a that's a huge. Anyway, it was a very gory, awesome, like glass impaling. I was okay with it. I was fine with it. So then Billy grabs his axe and he's about to walk out when young Cindy is standing in the hallway. Yeah. And for a second, I'm like, is he going to kill the kid? I was like, yeah, because like it, he could have killed, killed the kid. I was, I was really, I was really surprised. I thought they were going to kill the baby at the start as uh, well. Yeah, I yeah. did think so as well. Um, yeah, and then Billy starts talking to her as yeah. Sandy's like. He's like, have, have you, been- you been naughty? And she's oh, like, nice. no. Yeah, she's like reassuring him. He's like, have you been naughty? She's like, no. He's like, are you sure you've not done anything naughty? She's like, no. He's like, are you sure? Yeah. And meanwhile, he's like reached into his pocket. He's pulled out, pulled out his knife. The box, the cutter, box cutter that, that he, he used to kill the other girl. blood all over it. Um, I have a present for you. And then he just gives her this bloodied knife. And walks off. Gives her a bit of a smile and then just leaves. And she's just left there she's like, just like what perplexed. the fuck is this garbage? Yeah, like. What am I going to do with this? But end of scene. This hard, isn't Malibu Barbie. Hard cut to a police station of some yep. policemen driving. Oh, my God. The cops in this town. <laughs> they were just for the mutinous idiots. <sighs> um, so the, the police now know for some reason that Sa- I, we can only assume the nun has gone to the police station and explained yep. that. This guy snap. They're already looking for him. Yes, they're, which is nice. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I don't need to see a scene of them working it all out. No, no. So they're looking for a Santa, a dude dressed as Santa breaking out. They see, they see him. He's he's he's, he's got a ladder. He's, he's climbing ladder. a window. He's gone into someone's house. What? You know, police burst into the house. Mm-hmm. There's a family in there. A mum. Yep. Run upstairs, and they like, you know, free Santa. And there's like a kid in, with there's a Santa in the room with a kid and Sally. I look around and it's he's like dad. Yeah, and it's not Billy. It was just a dad <laughs> like, making. Oh, it's got the. Oh. We got the wrong Santa. We clue. were fooled. So straight away they're like in, implying that the police are idiots. Yep, yep. 
Um, cuts that's, to it, yeah, hard cut. And that was it. That was it. Just cuts to Billy walking down the road, just just this random dark as shit road, side of the road, out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, and he jumps off into the bushes because a cop car comes screaming past. So he knows to hide. Yeah, he's got some kind of inclination. And then, yeah, that, that's one little quick scene, and then that's it. And then hard cut to two kids tobogganing in the middle of the night yes. in the forest. So two nerdy teens um, with sleds, yuck yucking about virgins. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go. Like, Why would you bugging in the middle of the night? It's going to be wicked. And, uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden two more bullies like, come out. Yeah, some jock teens come out and they look like they're about to rumble over some sleds. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, give us your toboggans. <laughs> He's like, no. And he goes, yeah. And then they, I, I don't know why they like, punch. Are you really doing this? And they just basically beat up these kids, run them out of the woods, and they take their sleds. Their toboggans. And then yeah. they go down the hill and there's a shot of him going, Wee! Like these adult, like, jokes <laughs> going down the hill, like, one at a time. They don't even go together, which no. would be way more fun. I know. What's with your fun? mate. And then one, one stays at the top and he's like, yeah, he gets to the bottom and then he's like, you have a go, man. He's like, I'm here now. It's your turn. He's I- like, now watch this. And then so the other jock goes flying down the hill and as he's screaming and wooing around, Billy jumps out with a fucking running swing. And that's all we see. We don't see what happens. That's all we see. And then we see dude at the bottom waiting for his mate and we see the sled coming down. It's just a dude, dummy without a head. <laughs> Decapitated body. It was wicked. I was so into this oh, one. Oh, I, I laughed and so hard. And then the head comes rolling down after. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yes. So Billy's just like killing anything. Meanwhile, huh? like the jock at the bottom of the hill is like wailing like a schoolgirl. screaming. <laughs> I fucking loved it. He just screams until the shot fades out. Yes. For ages. Like, <laughs> and this is a slow <laughs> This feels classic and I and love it. And then we cut back to the police station. Yeah. So cop station, the nun's fallen asleep on the bench. So obviously now a good nun's at the police station. Yeah. We, we put two and two together and then they devise a plan. Mm. So she wakes up, chief yep. of police is like, and then they're like, hang on. Oh, my God. I know where he's going. Yeah, because I don't know how. No, because she's like, oh, is there any news? And he's like, bad news, sister. Three more, three more murders. And yeah, so then yeah, we do get this like predicting the next move thing. And the predicting, the, and then we um, we cut to a, a policeman driving, mm-hmm. and on the radio they're like, we look out, like, go to the orphanage. There's yep. going to be a man dressed as Santa. Shoot to kill if yeah. you see him. Shoot oh, to kill. Anyhow, the, the fucking cop, orphanage. It's the all co- coming together now. Yeah, so it's daytime now. Yeah. It's the next day. So the cop run, like, speeds to the orphanage. He sees Billy. He yep. sees Billy going into the orphanage. You know, all the kids are out the front and they're like, so And then, um, and so the, he, uh, <laughs> so the cop jumps out of the car and goes, stop. Billy doesn't stop. <laughs> and so he just lays, lays a whole clip into Ooh. the back of this Santa and he's like, yep. dead on the ground. Yep. Uh-oh. And then, like, Mother Superior, all the kids run inside. Yes. They've all, like, witnessed, you know. A death. A death of Santa. Death One kid Santa. gets to bite Santa's blood sprayed all over his face. <laughs> and now uh, the nuns come out, Mother Superior comes out, and then they realise, hang on, you just shot Father. What's his fucking name? They're like, why oh, didn't yeah. he stop? Because he's deaf. Yeah. It's not It's not Billy. It's a deaf priest who's come out to play Santa. Uh, 
Uh oh! No one seems to care though. Did no. you notice? No one. That was no. the end of scene. That's it. Like the cop didn't get in trouble. No investigation of murdering someone shot in the back. In my mind, though, I've gone straight to man. This cop's going to be out on stress leave. Straight away, he's like, like he's nah. just murdered someone. And then he's just still there. Yeah, he's still on the case. He's well. He's he's. And then a, he's like, he goes, to everyone, everyone, stay inside. Everyone, like, there's a, there's someone coming. They don't mention that it's a dude dressed as Santa coming to kill them. No. So the mother superior is still there. There's some other new nuns and shit like that. And they all the kids are like, you know, they're huddling inside. They're a bit scared. What the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. And then um, the cop goes, hang on, what's that over there? And sees a door open to a yep. boiler room. So he like, does, yeah, Freddy. he does the perimeter check. Is it a boiler room or a storm cellar? I don't know. what. I, it seems I like know. there was a boiler down there. Yeah, okay. It doesn't matter. There's no. an underground door. That he, goes he goes down, down some stairs. We get the suspense of him like, you know, you, you know, he's. He's, he's ducking around corners, trying to like you know, being be the cop man, and then uh, suddenly Billy just comes out with the axe and bloody. I loved this scene as well because we get this really sort of tense scene of him like going through this room, this dark room, and then it's obviously it's like you know, up, oh, it's all clear, and then he walks up the stairs, and as he gets, was there to the another top- cat like? Red herring in down there, possibly, or, or a rabbit, or something. But like as he gets to the top of the stairs, you're like, okay, well, that was nothing. It's fucking boom, axe to the chest. Yeah, Billy axes him in the guts. Oh, it looked good too. And he fell down, thing. Anyhow, and then the best scene in the world. Billy starts walking towards the orphanage, just comes up to the snowman, some kid man, and just like just chops off its head, <laughs> axes it, axes it. Right, just like, Fuck you, snowman. Yep. And it like, just seemed like that is how he did it. It was almost like he would have laughed doing it. Like, it was so stupid. <laughs> yep. Um, anyhow, Billy comes in the front door. Well, meanwhile, so to, to keep the kids calm, Mother Superior, who has not aged but is in a wheelchair, so we get the, the point that she's older now. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's sing so a song. They're singing carols. Now, first, don't they go, um, Billy's brother's there. Yes. And Billy's He's still there. goes like, it says something. She says, oh, you're such a good boy. Not like your brother, William. Yeah. Like, still just ragging on this kid like, 12 years later. Leave him alone. 10 years later. 10 years. She hasn't yeah. forgotten this kid who was naughty because yeah. of trauma. So they're singing carols and Billy basically just walks up to the front door, which is a big glass door. And he, like, waves at a kid. This fucking dumb shit kid gets up and lets him in. Yeah, because it was locked. Just, that, that, but no, that, no one's no, but noticed no one this told kid them get up. No one told anyone no. that it was going to be Santa. Because that cop's like an idiot. Anyhow, Billy just walks in into, like, you know, Mother Superior. I'm like, good, Mother Superior, please kill her. Like, mm-hmm. like she has done so much wrong to this kid her yeah. whole life. She, and the amount of other children she would have. She tied him to her bed and shit yeah. in the name of the Lord. And she kept on going, see, I was right mm-hmm. all the time when all these people, even though like like she had destroyed people's lives. Yep. Um. Yeah, and so you know, she's just like she, and she's not even afraid of him. She's no. just like, you won't fucking get me. Yeah. So I'm she's sitting you. in the wheelchair and she's just screaming at him. There is no Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus. And he's yelling out, naughty or something. Yeah. And and meanwhile, so then he's like, we go into this delightful slow mo of him. So he's got the axe. He's raising it up. And he's like, about to fucking smash like, some like, shit. The slow mo, and suddenly we're hearing some gunshots. A whole clip is unloaded into Billy's back. Billy pulls down. I love the that standard cop stance too. You know that spread legged, both hands, both hands shooting. straight out yep. shooting. Yeah, it is a it boom. Is a, 
And these cops were like, they're rural cops, so they're dressed in the brown yes. uniform, like yep. northern exposure, kind of like <laughs> Fargo yeah. kind of like vibes. Like yep. They're all like that, kind of like cops. So now all of these children in the orphanage are traumatised because they've seen not one but two Santas get brutally shot. Yeah, and uh, and as um and as Billy is shot, yeah, he, he he looks up and he goes, "You're all safe now, Santa is gone," and dies. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And like, then this is the best. Oh shot. yeah. And then it cuts to Billy's brother, yep. just looking exactly the same look as when Billy snapped. Yep. And he just looks at the mother superior and just goes, "Naughty." Yeah. Yeah. Cut to credits. Done. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I smell a sequel. And there's five sequels. Oh, my God, really? There's like five movies. Because Fangoria made a new one. No, not yes. Fangoria. Um, they made a new one recently, about three or four years ago, just called Silent Night, which yes. was a remake of this. Yes. And apparently it had the opposite reaction and yes. everyone loved it. Like, okay. I don't, we, we, we. It's because we're so desensitized now. I mean, but they might have made it really funny. We should because then it, and then Fangoria re-released it. Oh, yes. this one because this one had been not released in years and That's years. That's right. And years, I think so. Shout Factory released it as well. Because um, and then also Necker, um, because it's Shout Factory. Necker did a really cool figure of him. Um, oh, I think really? that got released. Because ne- oh, the other thing is that I mentioned, he never ever ever pulls the beard up. No. He only, he's, only for one scene he had like when he's talking to the kids. But for the whole movie, he's got the beard on. Yeah. But the moustache is pulled down as well. So they love like, it. Yeah. It like they, they so did And it's, it's, it's cool because, like, that's a, that's a, that's a bold move like, yeah. to show that he's just like. So he he basically became the killer like, of his parents. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it was weird. Yeah. You're like, where, did, where did, it, did it lie? Like, what was the moral? Well, it just Because the mother superior doesn't die. No. She is, she, in, in her mind, she is. Um, I, uh, she's like solidified that she's still doing the right job. We mm. can only assume that Billy's brother then goes on and kills her. We we can only assume that, and that's we'll probably. have to watch the second one. What are your final thoughts? I loved this film. Yeah, I was I was surprised how much I enjoyed it, especially when I had those little bits like the kicking the snowman over, the reactions of people. And yeah, like, and that's sometimes for me, it's it is literally just the little you things. You were you were like. You were like rum deep, though. You I were was like, rum deep. You were Captain Jack Sparrow. I, I was some. <laughs> I was captain's deep in this, um, which was good. Like it, this film is super quotable. It was pretty well acted, for the most part. Um, you know, and I think they did a really good job with the budget that they had. Um, the goal was there. Yeah, it was there. Um, it was just a really cool film. Like I did not. Because I don't tend... Like it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No. I thought it was just going to be a guy murdering people and then maybe the main character was going to be a cop. Yeah. But the main character was the killer. That's right. Or the progression of what what turns someone into be a killer. Like, yeah. And that's... I mean, it may have been done a lot, but I haven't come across many films where you follow someone's whole thing and then they become the killer at the end. And then kind of they're, they're like the victim. Yeah. But they're also the killer. The yeah. killer and the victim are the same person. He is the victim. He is a victim here. He is a victim of trauma, um, and then all this shit. He's a victim of society, he, man. Oh, we're getting deep. Um, no, but, we're not. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I don't really watch Christmas movies at all, and that includes Christmas horror films. So this was really fun for me, and I really liked it. I'm like, mm, this could be a Christmas movie for every year. I can see how people would have been offended by this film. Okay. Because I reckon the people who got offended by it would have only been showing all the shots that, that were the most offensive all in a row, and Quite it wouldn't possibly. have had that whole story of, like, 
the trauma. Then again, it is, it does have a quite an anti-religious um, vibe it, to it. It does. So but they, they started advertising this during like peak football season kind of thing for one. So when families are watching TV. Um, so they had been gearing, setting this film up since like October, November. Um, but I was also reading like, so there are a bunch of Christmas horror films that were released before. So we're talking Home for the Holidays in 1972, Silent Night, Bloody Night in 1972, Black Christmas 1974, Christmas Evil 1980, To All a Good Night, also 1980, uh, Blood Beat 1982, which also you should look up because it sounds really fucking cool. Blood um, Beat. And then Don't Is that about until- a beetroot that kills people? <laughs> no, but there's like a samurai. Oh, and it yeah. is a horror film. Um, and then Don't Open Till Christmas, also released in 1984. But none of these films re- received the same kind of level of, like, hatred and anti Yeah, this one whatever. was a blocky. Yeah. <laughs> I know, they, that is luck. Like, yeah. For your film to get banned as a horror film, it's always good. Mm. I, mean, I mean, it might affect your sales Probably. and stuff like that. But uh, deep down, if you're making a horror film and it gets banned, you, mm. you, you feel like, yeah, I, I did it. I've accomplished something in my life. I've accomplished something. This film is banned. It'll become unbanned one day and it'll become a cult classic. And it has. I gave this film a C as a classic worth a watch because I think it is exactly that. It is. Yeah. It made made news. It was funny. It had gore. It had, uh, you know. Were these your final thoughts? Yeah. Yep. These are my final thoughts. I've already said my final thoughts about, like, you know, the protagonist becoming the killer, the protagonist, like, the killer being the victim. Like, Like, kind of like complex issues within a simple story right? Mm. kind of thing. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, C. Classic worth a watch me. What did you give it? I also gave it a C, which is a classic that everyone should watch. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's good. Um. Yeah, like, I don't know where we can go from there. I think Merry Christmas, well, that's motherfucker. It. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would very much just like to let me get all serious for a moment, guys. Um. This has been awesome fun this year. Oh, are you talking about uh, us all over? Yeah, us all over. Like, yeah. this has been so much fun doing this. And I don't know when we started this. We started this back in May. 33 weeks ago? 33 <laughs> weeks ago, yes. This is, um, and we've got a, a, a beautiful little following. We love you guys. Merry Christmas to everyone out there on the Facebook and the Instagram yeah. and everyone who, who uh, you know, comes into my shop and talks about the podcast and what they like. And mm. everyone has supported us throughout the year. We, you know, we can't. Do this without you guys. We can. Well, we can. <laughs> well, yeah, right? we can. We, we don't. We, yeah, this is a completely free podcast. Yeah. We don't get paid for this. We do this for fun. Yeah. We're going to be bringing out our merchandise soon. Hopefully, Heck guys, yeah. if you want to support us, please pick up a pin or a t shirt. We will have that somehow to get somehow. We'll figure it out in the new year. Yeah. Uh, Let's just get through this fucking period first. Yeah, yeah. We're just getting through because uh, you know, miraculously, as soon as it hits January first, coronavirus will disappear. Uh, <laughs> well, it it disappeared now, so I think it'll be back January first. Um, but yeah, and even to you, like without you, Dan, we wouldn't do this. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, no, because you just came into my shop one day and we're talking about horror films. You're like, we should do a podcast, and that's how I roll. Next minute. I don't say anything I don't mean. No, but literally that night I get home, you've called me up and you're like, you need to buy this microphone, let's think of names, done. Here's the logo. Podcast. Like, shit. It's so happening. without you, this wouldn't have happened. I don't know you wanted to do a podcast and that's yeah. why I was like, let's do this. I just have zero confidence. But now it's easy. 
it's true. This is. Do like, you even get worried anymore? No, this is so <laughs> much fun. Oh, huh. the only thing I worry about is like, what am I going to watch this week? What are we going to watch? What am I going to wear? Do? Yeah, what am I going to wear? <laughs> Just Anyhow, go into my. I'll shirt tell you what, we, what you're going to watch this week. Yeah. So our future, our uh, next movie we're going to fuck up is um, Critters Two, Critters which I wanted two. last week. Um, so Critters Two. Uh, I don't know if it's got a tagline. It might. I can't remember what if it does have. It does have a tagline. Maybe the, I don't the know. Crittering. The crittering. Um, the crittering. The critters reloaded. When will we be back, Dan? Because obviously, um, this Saturday is Christmas Boxing Day, and then the following Saturday is the New Year's situation. Oh wait, so oh, won't be we we will record on. Wait, won't the next episode be on the 29th? Month. Yes. Yes. When will we record it? Though? It doesn't matter. We'll work it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll go. So we still got we still got one episode for the re- for the year. We'll be back hard. Yeah. So maybe we'll. Oh wait, is there a New Year's Eve? Is there? Oh, a, there a is. New Year's Eve horror There's movie. There's gotta be. Yeah, of course there is. But what? Well, we should watch it now. Okay. What? Well, what is it? L- I don't know. I'll have to look into it. No, nah, let's just keep it at Critters Two. All right. Done. I'm pretty sure that Critters Two is a New Year's Eve film. Even better. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So we'll see you guys next week. Remember, we record every Tuesday. And, yeah, I'll let you. uh... Yes, so thanks, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all streaming services, including SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere good podcasts can be found. We are also available on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or, you know, a review and share with all of your friends. We also have an Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which uh, we will keep you up to date on all the upcoming episodes, trivia and, of course, memes that are probably three years old by now. We also have a, an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch, discuss, anything like that. Um, our song this week is not our usual song. It's, oh. I don't know what it's called. It's just the the Crip Keeper from Tales of the Crip doing a Christmas song. Yeah. So I, I'll leave. I'll, we'll leave you with the whole song mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, so you guys can listen to it because it's so mm-hmm. stupid. Um, but yeah, also check out um, Hack the Dino. You can go over there, and you know that's at my other YouTube channel that I do, where our video game YouTube channel. So you can check that out, and also. Check out Greenlight Comics at 18 Stevens Place in Adelaide, mm-hmm. um, just off Rundle Mall down the side of the Myers Centre, which is my comic shop. So if you like graphic novels and comics, come in there. Or if you just want to talk to me about the episode, come in and do it then. And until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares. Tree and bring the ladder, fa la 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 la. Top it off with gills called bladder, fa la 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 la. Grinning skulls in festive poses, fa la 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 la. Strings of toes and nipped off noses, fa la 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 la. Who needs mistletoe and holly, fa la 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 la. When we can just dismember Wally. La 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 Have the whole place decorated Fa la 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 With the parts we've amputated Fa